Welcome to the Home Girl Factor podcast. I am your host, Damaris Acevedo. This podcast is a pathway to open and honest conversations with women in all walks of life about being a first-generational individual in America and discussing the challenges and difficulties faced growing up in a multicultural home. We will also go into depth in discussing the challenges faced when raised in a bilingual home and to raise awareness on how delicate our experiences are in our earlier years and how they can change the direction of our lives. This podcast is for anyone that loves to hear stories and learn how to grow and expand your quality of life by learning from others' experiences. These conversations are from personal experiences of the speakers and in no shape or form are recommendations or replacing professional advice. Enjoy! Thank you so much for joining me today. For those of you that do not know me, my name is Damaris Acevedo. I am my mother, a wife, a business owner. I have been a hairstylist for over 27 years, and recently I started designing jewelry. I grew up in New York City and currently live in sunny Florida. I am a first-generational American woman. My parents raised me in a city that was really unfamiliar to them compared to their upbringing, a city that they did not understand. Therefore, I had many interesting childhood experiences. So these experiences have brought me to this podcast today. At 53 years of age, I am still working on the courage to share my stories in hopes that I can help and inspire others. Every day that I take myself out of my comfort zone, whether I'm posting a video on Facebook or like now starting this podcast, it is still challenging for me to get the courage to do it. So this is never easy, but guess what? I am still growing because I keep taking those chances in life. So today, I want to talk about the power of negative talk. Negative talk has been in my life for a long time, and it has been one of the most important works of my life in my life so far. So my normal negative talk would start like this. Who do you think you are to start a podcast? What do you have to say that is important? Or who would ever even listen to you? I never in my wildest dreams thought that I would be speaking in any forum, especially not on a podcast. But guess what? Having these conversations is the path to success for me. The path for me to learn about myself. And hopefully sharing my story can help others that are struggling and don't understand the damage and the impact that negative talk can do. To them. So negative talk and negative thoughts have an impact that is lasting and it's very powerful. Whether someone is talking down on you or you just do it to yourself, it can hinder your growth. So I have talked myself out of so many opportunities because of this behavior. Negative talking to yourself is something that is not easy to control, but I have some techniques that I would like to share that have helped me. For example, number one, 
I would stop myself in my tracks the moment I realized I am starting this behavior, negative thoughts or negative talking to myself. I acknowledge that this is happening uh, and that is the first step. And like anything else, you have to be aware of what is not okay because you can do anything about it. You can't do anything about it. So the other thing I do is I immediately ask myself, what am I doing? So literally stepping outside of myself and asking myself this. Uh, if this situation is happening right now is one of the questions that I ask myself. Is this uh, something that you can or cannot control? And if the answer is no to that, then I literally walk away from it and I put it away. So then after that, I focus on the present moment and create thoughts that will replace that negative one. So this takes a lot of practice, and, but it has helped me so much in moving forward. This is definitely something that I am still working on, but I feel like I've made a lot of progress in the area. So I discovered this power that I had uh, of meditation through pandemic and shutdown. I found myself in an interesting place emotionally Staying home from work all those weeks opened up a Pandora box of emotions for me. From being home with the family and not having any other human interaction, except for my kids, the socialization from either work or being out and about was taken away from us, right? So the fear of not knowing what was going to happen to us and if I ever was going to go back and open my business again. So all those things were weighing heavy at the time. And of course, the news did not help. Uh, and we were all glued to it. But I believe that what really happened during pandemic was that I had all this time on my hands and I started reliving and uh, kind of like all these past traumas started resurfacing and I didn't know this was happening at the time so I have never had this much time to do nothing you know the kids are really all grown up now and there was no work right I believe this was pivotal in my change I am sure I am not alone I have heard many stories on how people through pandemic had brought you know on amazing changes in people unfortunately we lost so many, but there were a lot of people that grew through this time. So not only was I turning 50, but I was also having all these interesting emotions that I did not understand. And I think this experience has put me in this place today. And I know I had so many changes to make. So, you know, I started uh, taking baby steps towards them. So one day through pandemic, my husband and I started to go for walks because we wanted to kind of spend time together and it would make the time go faster, keeping ourselves active. And it gave us, you know, it gave us, us time for fresh air and to reflect so on, you know. And one day as we went for our walk, I couldn't breathe. I could not get enough oxygen in my lungs. I thought I was having an anxiety attack. I probably was having an anxiety attack. 
And he asked me if I wanted to go home and we did. So that experience made me stop and assess my emotions. Um, That's when I decided that I needed to take a step back and meditate. So people think that meditation does not work or that it's just too hard. So starting to take the time for myself to breathe and clear my mind helped me to have more control, I believe. So going back to the negative talking, negative talking and negative thinking was a really part, a really big part of my life, but don't get me wrong. I still correct myself today. I'm still working on it. But for example, let's say I was having a really great day and I would really start having these thoughts, like these bad thoughts, like about my kids all of a sudden, right? And I didn't understand why that happened. I am thinking bad thoughts about my kids right now. They are home, they're safe, they're fine. So this is how we as humans live. We live in a circle of good and bad thoughts. Our brain is conditioned not to be happy. So in a recent meditation and hypnosis practice that I did, I came to discover that my negative thoughts started when I was very, very young. I was about seven years old when I was separated from my parents for about one whole year. During that time, I had a very difficult time because I didn't understand why I was not with my parents and my sister. I didn't understand what I had done or what was happening, period. Sometimes, whether it's right or not, we as adults make decisions that affect our children, but we don't understand it at the time. The product of this separation brought a period of time that I did not want to speak much. I hardly even remember speaking to my parents for that year. Almost like my throat and my tongue didn't work together every time I had to talk to them over the phone. I couldn't get the voice out. I couldn't say what I was feeling. So this was very important time for me. I was developing. It was a development stage and not speaking and expressing myself turned into negative talking to myself in my thoughts. So all those days that I did not speak just set me back so many years. And when I finally returned home to my parents and my sister, these negative thoughts followed me in my teenage years and into adulthood. I would always find ways to let myself down. It became part of who I was. So this separation not only stopped me from self-expression with words, but cascaded into a future separation anxiety that caused and still causes these feelings of not only feeling separation anxiety from being away from my kids, but from leaving my comfort zone. I believe that the ages of four and nine, approximately, you are building your future memories and realities. Now, needless to say, this podcast and using my voice is part of my recovery, and I am fortunate that I now can speak my truth and use my words to inspire others. The childhood experiences that I had was not uncommon. I am sure I'm not alone. But the important thing is that what has come out of it and this story may help others in their journey. So for example, making sure 
and this is just my personal experience and what I would suggest. If you ever have to be separated from your kids, just make sure that the lines of communication are open and that you explain to them the reasons why they are going to go away or spend some time with their grandparents or whatever that the reasons for the separation is. That way they understand the separation and it's not as hard for them when they have to communicate with you and talking to them about it, keeping that conversation going. Now, I am really thankful to say that today I'm still work in progress and I am tr a truly happy person and I am happy of who I am becoming and that those childhood experiences have made me the strong person that I am today. Thank you for joining me today and please rate and comment on this episode. I greatly appreciate your input. I hope to see you next time.